A quick update for our regular listeners. This upcoming month of October is going to look a little bit different than our normal, regularly programmed uh, podcast that we put out. Dr. Tim and I will take a small hiatus away from creating content in this month. Dr. Tim will be away at a conference one week and then on vacation the next. And any day now, my wife will be introducing into the world our second child, Christopher Bradley Stevens Jr. So I will be revisiting the whole world of newborn yet again soon and we just made the decision that in this next month it would be beneficial to both of us if we just put a little pause on the creative flow but um, we still are going to be producing content and putting it out we're reaching back into the archives and pulling some of our favorite podcasts from way back in the early days uh, these next two podcasts and then in the final week we'll be rebroadcasting one of our guest podcasts and be relevant for the time frame that that podcast will come out and these podcasts are a little bit older and so you might not have heard them before if you've recently started listening in or maybe you have and this would be a good refresher course um, there's some of Dr. Tim and I's favorite podcasts and so we definitely just wanted to let you know what's coming up for the month of October it's going to look a little bit different but then coming in November we'll get right back after it thank you so much for being loyal listeners and followers and I do encourage you to please share the questions of faith podcast um, maybe with a friend or co-worker and use it to start up a conversation that will help grow you and hopefully those around you. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back at the beginning of November. Well, welcome back to the Questions of Faith podcast. I'm your host, Brad Stevens, joined by the Dr. Timothy Lorito. Second month. Here we go. Yeah, awesome. We survived month number one. Yes. And uh, I think it's been been well. We've got some really good feedback. And, uh, and we have some listeners from all over the world. Yeah. So checking out the analytics, um, uh, Newfoundland. Yeah, popped awesome. up, and I just want to give a huge shout out to our very first listener from Ireland. Hey, I know that was like when I saw that that was that was hilarious. Man, like, man, that's super exciting. So whoever you are, you are awesome. Continue to listen. Send us a question. That would be hilarious yeah. and awesome at the same yeah, time. Not yeah. just hilarious, but yeah. be awesome. That'd be so. great. Yeah, it's uh, got some good feedback and some mm-hmm. helpful feedback mm-hmm. uh, about how we can mm-hmm. continue to improve and make it better. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think it's been something that has helped some people. And uh, that's obviously the ultimate goal is that we could help people to have a biblical worldview and a framework mm-hmm. for thinking about questions that that, yes. that are constantly in our society and you know a lot of these aren't necessarily new questions but they mm-hmm. keep coming up and they keep mm-hmm. things that people continually face and so it's whether, also spurred some conversation mm, for me between me and my wife and then oh, also yeah. our friends and i think that good. is really important yeah good yeah and and you know one of the things that I'd, i i want to say about this is i don't want people to uh, come away from this as though uh, you know these answers to these questions are equal to you know divine authority oh. <laughs> you know or yes. like you know if you disagree <laughs> with uh, an answer that mm-hmm. we might have to a question that's okay yeah that's okay the mm-hmm. point is to you know uh, help the person with these questions think through these mm-hmm. questions mm-hmm. and provide a Be source. intentional. Yeah. And so uh, at the end of the day, if you disagree with uh, the answer that is mm-hmm. given, um, 
we love you, God loves you, and it's okay. We're all trying to make it to heaven. Yeah, but uh-huh. uh, for the one who is, you know, asking these questions to help them to, you know, have a source of thinking through these questions mm-hmm. and, and that type of thing is really important. And one thing that I wanted to mention to our audience and to our listeners that if you have a question, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, um, and you submit it, you are anonymous. Mm. So we're not going yes, to put out yes. your name yes, or yes, your, yes, if yes. you go on Facebook or you send out your email, right. you know, these are be completely anonymous questions. So please feel free to know that. Yeah. You know, that's something we talked about in mm-hmm. the formation of this was, you know, are we going to name, you know, the, the source of these, but I think that would hinder, you know, yeah. a lot of people from asking maybe some pointed questions that, yeah, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with not having your name associated with mm-hmm. it. So sure, yeah. So uh, we've we've got some good ones in already, and look forward to some more. Uh, we have a bunch that we are working through, and so you know, if we don't get to them immediately, um, you know that that's not a uh, situation where we're ignoring them, but mm-hmm. we're just trying to work through them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that'd be, be great. And you've probably picked up on the, the listeners have picked up on the consistency, but we're trying to post these every Monday. Mm, yeah. So hopefully give a good start to your week and something for you to think about. And yeah. Meditate and, on the week yeah. uh, throughout your week, meditate on these things and apply them to your life. So, so we're going to go ahead and start out this week and we're going to try something different because usually pastor Tim, um, uh, he'll tell me like right before the podcast, what, the question is, but he actually wrote it down this week mm-hmm. so that you'll get my genuine reaction to these questions. And he's smiling really big. So I really will flip the paper over. <laughs> this is a first time um, uh, encounter here. Okay. Should Christians have personal convictions? Ooh, this will be, be a good one. So should Christians have personal convictions in their life? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is a really good question uh, about it's a hot topic yeah yeah it is it's one that um is is people uh kind of go back and forth on and and you know Mm. have a a lot of opinions about Mm -hmm. and so uh answering this question i think it will be helpful to every christian um regardless of where you're at in your walk with the lord or um you know how that might specifically apply to you and so yeah let's don't jump into this question let's dive in okay i'm excited so um you'll find out the more that you listen to this these episodes and stuff that before i tackle a question i like to um try to go broad Mm -hmm. and then deep so that we're all kind of on the same page when we you know get to where we're going um brad appreciates this (laughs) we're all on the same page yeah so um so before we start talking about personal convictions i want to make a really big distinction between personal convictions and biblical convictions Mm, okay okay we have two separate things here two separate things and it's really really vital that we do that because a lot of times they can be conflated as equal as the same mm, okay and they're not so so let's first talk about biblical convictions and then we'll talk about personal con- convictions and how they interact and how they overlap so to start with biblical convictions have to do with things that are explicitly commanded in scripture for the christian to do or not to do Okay. Very clear, black yeah. and white. Yeah, so a biblical conviction is something that Scripture, uh, divine, inspired by God, has laid out as this is what we as followers of Christ, disciples of Christ, are to either do or not to do. They are, um, there's no ambiguity, no gray area. Mm-hmm. These are biblical 
examples of biblical convictions. And so, um, let me just give you some quick examples Mm -hmm. of that to kind of help think in this framework. So, a biblical conviction, one of them, an example would be the authority of Scripture. Okay. So, that, that Scripture is... Uh, inspired by God, it is uh, inerrant. It means it doesn't have any errors in it. It is, um, you know, e- eternal. That that type of uh, framework that is a biblical conviction, like that the authority of the Word of God is um, is true and is a foundation for mm-hmm. truth. That is not a personal conviction. Mm-hmm. That is a biblical conviction. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if you don't have that as a uh, as a conviction then you don't have bib- uh, the biblical conviction on scripture mm-hmm. okay does that make sense okay, yeah does. yeah so uh, another one would be like evangelism like so you know christ said go ye into all the world preach the gospel mm-hmm. uh unto all creatures so the idea of evangelism is a biblical conviction not a personal conviction it's a mm-hmm. biblical conviction mm-hmm. um another one would be the fellowship of believers so, um, you know, the writer of Hebrews says, don't mm-hmm. forsake the assembling of yourself together. Brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, 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 uh, the fellowship of believers, the uh, assembling together of um, followers of Christ, mm-hmm. that is a biblical conviction. That is something that is clearly mandated in Scripture that we are to do. Okay. Yeah. So um, there's a bunch of these that mm-hmm. we could talk about. Um, you know, here's here's one holiness, mm-hmm. right? That is a biblical conviction because it is. You know, Peter said, "Be holy, for I am holy." Mm-hmm. Right. This idea of yes being a living a life of holiness, um, spiritual authority. Like having uh, a spiritual authority in your life is not a personal conviction. It's a biblical conviction. Mm. And, um, you know, we can't uh, start from the personal conviction foundation, but we got to start with a biblical mm. we gotta conviction. We've got to have a, a strong base. Yes. Okay. Yeah. A biblical base, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for all these. And, and I'm just mentioning a few of these here. There's obviously a ton that we could go into of different biblical convictions. What the, you know, the, the idea of conviction is this is something that I hold as truth. I hold as a standard for the way that I live. Okay. Okay. And so all these biblical convictions are things that are non-debatable, clearly exp- uh, expressed requirements for living a life in the spirit, living a life dedicated to uh, to God. These are non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Like if, if somebody wants to say, um, you know, I have a personal conviction against um, you know, the fellowship of believers, you know, mm. I say, can't really do that. Yeah. That's that. Then you're not, you, you, you've usurped the biblical conviction, which is the, the uh, foundation for uh-huh. all of everything else. Uh-huh. And so, um, you need to be in a fellowship of believers. You need to be in church, mm-hmm. right? If you're going to follow after Christ, the authority of Scripture, all these different ones. Um, so are there qualifications to make something a biblical conviction? Like, does it have to check off these boxes? 
mm. for it to be one. Yeah. Uh, the big box that it has to check mm. off is it has to be uh, clearly expressed in the scriptures. Like okay. the Bible is the standard mm. for biblical convictions. Mm -hmm. So it's not a matter of opinion or um, personal views, but like mm -hmm. the Bible clearly uh, has laid out these um, principles of standard of living for the Christian. And so they so, have to be found in scripture right. to be a biblical conviction. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and these, these, all of these biblical uh, principles are not uh, created in, you know, via culture or via, um, you know, they transcend that. Yes. It covers that. Yes. Okay. Yes. They are, their foundation is solely in scripture, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, these are not things that are, you know, well, your opinion's good and my opinion's good. And so we'll just think that these, you know, our, our mm -hmm. opinions here, are, no, we're saying that these are foundational in scripture and regardless of anyone else's opinion, these are truths mm -hmm. based upon, upon what scripture has stated, you know? So, um, you know, Example, uh, biblical uh, foundation of you know, modesty, mm -hmm. right? That is a biblical conviction, a biblical uh, principle that is uh, that is clearly expressed in Scripture, mm -hmm. and so that is not one of uh, you know we can we can debate all sorts of things around that, mm -hmm. but we can't debate the biblical conviction of this is a principle to live by for the Christian. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. Yeah. It does. I'm a little confused as to, because something like that, there's a lot of in, different people have different interpretations of mm. what is modest. Yeah. Yeah. So then how do we reconcile that? Mm. Yeah. We'll get to that when we talk okay. about uh, personal we're, we're conviction. There. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I want to clear the base, the baseline. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I want mm -hmm. to make this clear mm -hmm. distinction between biblical um, convictions as being these things that are non-debatable as uh, someone who wants to live a life in the spirit. Mm -hmm. um, so to use another example that may be less controversial, evangelism, right? Okay. How you do that is, mm -hmm. you know, we could talk about that. We could, we could have different okay. ideas about that. We could mm -hmm. have different ideas of models for that, but, but, to say, well, I'm not going to believe in mm -hmm. in evangelism as a biblical principle, a biblical conviction, is to deny mm -hmm. a, a truth of the Bible mm -hmm. that is clearly there, and you can't do that mm -hmm. <laughs> and be on uh, the side of Scripture, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm still jumping ahead, but are mm -hmm. there wrong ways to approach biblical convictions? Mm -hmm. Yes, you are jumping ahead just a little bit. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah, but no, but yeah. Um, Yes, we, we'll talk about that. Okay. And there are, mm -hmm. um, w you know, uh, ways that... Guidelines to approaching and... Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. personal convictions. Uh, but for where we're at right now, having this clear distinction in our minds between biblical convictions and personal convictions is an important way to start. Because biblical convictions have their foundation in Scripture. They are timeless in their truths. Mm -hmm. And they're universal in their acceptance. So, these things are true um, regardless of what era of 
church mm-hmm. history you live in uh, or what, um, you know, cultural influences, uh, you know, are around you. These are biblical truths to that are um, designed to be applied universally um, to every believer. So, again, the big idea here is in the distinguishing between biblical uh, convictions and personal convictions is that we want to say that biblical convictions um, have their foundation within Scripture and are um, non-debatable uh, ways of following what Scripture has clearly stated as we are to do as living out our life in the Spirit. So every believer sh- that believes that scripture is inspired that believes they should live by um what christ has said and what uh, he has uh what the word has written that they should follow these regardless of their context regardless Mm -hmm. of um you know social things that are going on Mm -hmm. regardless of the time frame that they're living in but they should follow these biblical convictions um Everyone should, and it's not just a, oh, I do this, and you don't do this, and it's okay. Like, no, these are things that all of us must do in our foundation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. contrast to biblical convictions, personal convictions are things which are not explicitly stated in Scripture, but are principles which are designed to help a person live out their personal walk with God. So these are things that are not explicitly stated in Scripture, Mm -hmm. but the purpose of these personal convictions are to help us to live out these biblical convictions mm-hmm. okay so personal convictions are things that, that that a person does in order that would assist them or help them mm-hmm. to live out that biblical conviction mm-hmm. that is the mm-hmm. foundation that is the thing that is uh the mutually agreed upon th- uh thing that scripture has clearly stated that we are to do to live to be to not do whatever that mm-hmm. that imperative is Personal convictions are the things which help to aid us mm-hmm. into doing those things and living out those things. Do you see that that I distinction? Do. So, do personal convictions need to have their basis within Scripture? Sure, absolutely. I mean, they if you're going to follow out a biblical conviction, right? Um, you're doing that. You know, if you're doing a personal conviction, you're doing that with the motive of following and living out a biblical conviction. Mm -hmm. So let's, let me say it this way. So a personal conviction that doesn't help you live out a biblical conviction, Mm -hmm. there's no spiritual value there. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's, 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 um, uh, I'm I'm making one up on the spot here, but Mm -hmm. like I have a personal conviction against, um, a red car. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. If that doesn't help me in a, a to fill out a biblical mm-hmm. conviction, it, it's 
okay, sure, great, but what is its value? What is its spiritual value? It doesn't have any spiritual value because it's not helping you live out a mm-hmm. biblical conviction or follow that person, biblical conviction. I know that that illustration was really silly, but mm-hmm. do you make do you understand that? Like, what is the what is the value of a personal conviction? A personal conviction if it doesn't have, have if it doesn't have a biblical conviction as its basis. So, if a biblical conviction is a cliff, you go over the cliff. You've gone against mm. the biblical conviction. Mm-hmm. Is a personal conviction offense? Yeah, that's a really good picture. Like five really. feet away from the cliff. Yeah, uh, or you know, further. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, the the markers is not really uh, mm-hmm. you know the illustration, but the illustration is great that you pointed out that mm-hmm. like this personal conviction is to help me to continue to live biblical convictions mm-hmm. so that I don't uh, err in not living out mm-hmm. biblical convictions, and so I. Yeah, so I, I, I intentionally, you know, mm-hmm. live this biblical conviction, not as a, you know, not as the thing like this personal conviction is the the uh, mm-hmm. the the line of demarcation. Mm-hmm. It's the biblical conviction that I'm trying to follow, mm-hmm. and this is helping me to follow that to biblical. Follow that, yeah. So, so would it be wrong to say that personal convictions are optional? Mm. Okay, we're gonna get to that in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm really bad today about <laughs> yeah, jumping. You're ahead. fine. No, um, the short answer is no. They 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 shouldn't be. Mm. That okay. we we should have them, but we should have them with the understanding of why we're having them. I I'm see. not having this personal conviction um, because somebody else does or because mm-hmm. it's a, a cultural thing, mm-hmm. but I'm having it because there's a biblical um, foundation, there's a biblical conviction that I'm wanting to keep, I'm mm-hmm. wanting to follow, and mm-hmm. this personal conviction helps me mm-hmm. to follow that, helps me to keep that. Um, and so, uh, every- I feel like this is a really great area and can be very vastly different for mm-hmm. individuals. Yes, and, um, it is, it can be, but the, the again the foundation that we're we're, mm-hmm. we're really trying to lay here is that the biblical foundation, the biblical convictions are non-debatable, mm-hmm. are non-negotiable. So we have to start there. We have Everyone to start has to there. start on that playing field. Yes, that the biblical convictions are truth. Yes, and we have to follow these. Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, and so. You know what? What Paul told the Philippians, you know, uh, and this is, this verse is used a lot of times in uh, ways that I think are out of context. But he talks about this idea of working out your salvation, mm-hmm. and this idea of, you know, I I am seeking to live out this work of the Spirit that has done it, been done in my life, and I'm going to do that. And, and, and talking about working out the salvation, he the very next part at the end of that verse, he says, with fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. So this idea of, I want to live out these biblical convictions, and in order to do so, I'm working that out. I'm 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 fleshing that out through uh, you know personal convictions. But I'm not just doing this in a nonchalant, non you know I you know oh I'm just going to accept this personal conviction and it's just a um, you know willy nilly type of thing or it's because of pressure that I'm feeling from some somebody or no 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 I'm doing this with fear and trembling knowing that these personal convictions are helping me to keep 
biblical convictions that are salvation mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. affecting things, mm -hmm. right? And so okay. how I work that out has real implications for the biblical convictions mm -hmm. that are the foundation for um, my salvation. So let me back up and let's talk about maybe some examples of personal convictions and how they can Relate, impact. Yeah, how impact they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so a personal conviction. Um, let me say. So, let's use the example of the biblical conviction of the fellowship of believers. Okay. Okay. So that's a biblical conviction, mm -hmm. right? Uh, that's a non-debatable. Um, foundation for living a life uh, in in the spirit, living a life that is uh, following after Christ uh, to be a part of the church. Okay, big C and little C to be a part of mm. the church as mm -hmm. a fellowship of believers. That is um, not optional. Okay, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and man, I, this is a little bit of a side trail, um, but it's, it's you know like this idea of the church. You know, I'm the church. Well, technically, I as an individual am not the church. Mm. But it's you and I together. Mm -hmm. That is what makes the church. The members of the body. Right. That fellowship. don't make a body. Yes. The working together. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so... This is this is a big deal. So, fellowship of believers is uh, the biblical conviction. So, the personal conviction is... So, so my personal conviction is that... I go to church every time the door is open, every time I'm able to go, every time I, you know, uh, have the, the the physical chance that mm -hmm. I, I can actually do this, I go. This enables you to keep the biblical conviction. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so my personal conviction is, you know, I don't miss church over, you know, other priorities, like I don't, I don't skip out on, you know, fellowshipping with the believers because, you know, there's something else I'd rather do, mm -hmm. right? Because that would then make you go against the biblical conviction, which yes. is non-negotiable, right? Yeah, and so, you know, in in our personal context, you know, we have service three times a week. Mm -hmm. Right. So my personal conviction is to go to church three, three times, times a week. week. Right. Okay. And that is the personal conviction that I have that will help me live out the biblical conviction of um, the fellowship of believers. Does that make Which sense? That personal conviction is not explicitly no. mentioned. No, 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 no. At all. Yeah. I must go three times a week. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there is no, uh, you know. So while the principle is derived from the biblical right you have created yes this number yes that you will follow yes yes and so that's a really important point that i want to make th that you brought up that yeah there is no biblical mandate that says you have to go to church three times a week or for other people you know it's two times a week or some people i know they have church four times a week right mm -hmm. and so there's no biblical uh number that's set uh mm -hmm. for but the principle uh, and the, the biblical of the conviction biblical. of fellowship of believers is clearly there. So for me, I have set that because my group of assembly, my fellowship of believers, we have it three times a week. And so I set that as a personal conviction for me and my family that we, mm -hmm. that we do that. Okay. Now, so that's just one example. We could, we could talk about um, some other ones, you know, like, um, 
we didn't mention it in our examples, but the biblical uh, conviction of stewardship. Mm. Okay, that's a biblical conviction. That's a biblical principle in, in Scripture, stewardship. So um, how I live that out, my personal conviction, is that I do that through tithes, offerings, mm. and missions, mm-hmm. giving, right? And okay. so that's how I live that out is stewardship through giving um, of of my my resources so that's just another example you know um, we could we could we could if you know if we had time no, we could talk like, about like now like tithe, a lot of them. that is a biblical conviction mm-hmm. sure that is a sure 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 or is it yeah <laughs> wait a minute uh, yeah 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 they caught me off guard yeah so uh, yeah i think it's a, true yeah no I, it's definitely a biblical uh conviction to um to honor the Lord uh, with uh, the fruit of your increase and the, you know, that 10th okay. is literally what a tithe means. And there's, there's mm-hmm. biblical support for that. Um, but, you know, this idea of, you know, if that's what's the biblical foundation, that's the biblical conviction. My personal conviction is, you know, I, I, I give, more than that i give of you know i have Mm -hmm. i have personal convictions Mm -hmm. of you know missionaries that i support and um you know extras you know offerings and that type of thing those are personal convictions you know no one's there's no biblical saying that i have to support this missionary or i have to uh give to this offering or whatever but i have that conviction in me that i'm doing that and that helps me in following the biblical conviction of stewardship and mm-hmm. recognizing that this is not mine, that this is God's, and I'm a steward of that, and so mm-hmm. I hold it loosely. And I, does that make sense? You it see, does. you yes. see that? Okay. It does. Um, do you want to keep talking about some more examples, or do you want to? Uh, yeah. Absolutely, if you have them. I yeah. Think be oh, good. yeah. There's, I mean, there's a ton of uh, examples we could we could look at. Um, um, so let's just pick this one. Uh, spiritual authority is a biblical conviction. Um, having uh, spiritual authority in your life is uh, something that we should um, allow and have in our life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's there's a lot I could talk about in there. There's a whole podcast on spiritual authority, but the, but. M- I have personal convictions associated with spiritual authority in my life that help me to keep spiritual authority mm-hmm. in my life and help me to keep that biblical principle as a uh, active living foundation mm-hmm. in my life. Having that and honoring that. Sure, sure. And yeah. submitting to that. Sure, yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, and there's examples that I could talk about along those lines, but, but this idea of the biblical, um, conviction of, um, spiritual authority, you know, the way that that's lived out in my personal life is through, um, personal convictions surrounding that, um, honoring spiritual authority and, uh, seeking counsel and wisdom, you know, from Mm -hmm. spiritual authority and, and that type of thing. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just for me individually along those lines, like anytime I'm asked to do anything outside of the local church, um, ministry wise or whatever, I, uh, every time I check with my spiritual authority Mm -hmm. and be like, Hey, what are your thoughts about this? What do you think Mm -hmm. about this? Is this okay? Or even just really in just 
you know, somewhat basic decisions of life, you know, decision, you know, hey, what do you think about this? You know, I, I want your, you know, thoughts or feedbacks on on these decisions. What I'm doing is I believe in the biblical foundation of spiritual authority. And so I'm living that out through the um, practical outplayings of saying, okay, I have a personal conviction that I'm going to check with my spiritual authority on decisions of, you know, uh, of importance in my life. You know, does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Okay. It does. Personal convictions are situational and subjective. Uh, they're they're answering the question of like, how does God want me to live in live out, um, you know, these biblical convictions in what would, you know, could be gray areas of life that aren't specifically sp- spelled out in Scripture, right? So. Mm-hmm. I've got this biblical conviction framework that I'm, you know, I know that I need to live. But these personal convictions are helping me flesh that out, helping me live that out in a real practical way. So personal convictions are so important because they impact the way that I live out these biblical convictions. If I don't have personal convictions, uh, it's really hard for me to actually live out these biblical convictions. Hmm. because I will be controlled by so many other things. I'll be controlled by so many uh, things that are pulling for uh, my affections, my attentions, my, you know, the, the desires of my heart and all these type of things. If I don't have personal convictions, I, and you and I can have the, will have the tendency to uh, fail in biblical convictions because we didn't actually set out personal convictions to help us live that out so not preparing to succeed is preparing to fail yeah yeah yeah, so we will fail at these biblical convictions if we don't have a plan of attack Mm -hmm. going forward sure sure yeah if we don't have uh this is the way that i'm going to live out this biblical conviction this Mm -hmm. is the way that i'm going to live out um the way that i uh am seeking to follow god's clearly written uh, mandates for mm-hmm. for my life. And so when it comes to personal convictions, instead of working out their salvation with fear and trembling, a lot of Christians, uh, they, they make one of three different mistakes. One, they, they work out their salvation based solely on those around them. Mm-hmm. So they work out these practical, um, you know, um, uh, personal convictions, they work those out instead of working them out in fear and trembling, mm-hmm. they work them out based upon social constructs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that can be dangerous because mm-hmm. you're not doing it based upon the biblical foundation, right? Now, you can, the social constructs don't necessarily control that, but they, but they're not the foundation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, if this is what I want to say, I want to say that if the if your personal convictions are solely based on social constructs mm-hmm. 
and not on biblical principles, then your foundation for it is shifting. It's it's not solid. I feel that you're um, you have very weak faith, mm. faith that could very easily be shattered when mm. you haven't put in the work mm. yourself to truly find out what you believe and mm-hmm. how you want to fulfill these biblical convictions. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it becomes, instead of biblically based uh, as your foundation, it becomes human-centered. It becomes man's, man or woman-centered. It becomes a, uh, I'm following something that is not on a solid foundation. It's based mm-hmm. upon um, social constructs or whatever. Which at that point for that person, really personal convictions then become more important mm. than the biblical Mm. conviction because they've not tried to fulfill that biblical conviction Mm. they're trying to fulfill the personal yeah 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 and it they can very easily go into idols Mm. (laughs) yeah yeah they very quickly Mm -hmm. can turn into idols personal Uh, convictions yes yes personal convictions can very quickly turn into idols because it's about following the personal conviction and it's not about the biblical Following conviction. The biblical. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's a that's a huge error in understanding the purpose of the personal conviction. The purpose of the personal conviction, personal convictions are not an end in and of themselves. Mm. They're a means by which I can follow out mm-hmm. the end goal of biblical convictions. And so when personal convictions become the bar they can quickly turn into um, things that aren't helpful for the, the person who is seeking to genuinely follow out their faith and genuinely, mm-hmm. uh, but they've just made this, the personal convictions, the thing. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, yes, personal convictions are important, but they're not the thing. Mm-hmm. The thing is biblical, biblical convictions. Yeah, that's the thing. And so there's uh, a danger there uh, to watch out for and, you know, recognizing that I want these personal convictions to help me to live out my biblical convictions and that, um, you know, because I mean, honestly, you can you can follow personal convictions, but if they're the idol, if they're the thing, you can miss biblical convictions by a Completely. country mile mm-hmm. and not be, uh, you know, growing in spiritual. You're really life. shortchanging yourself yeah, yeah, to yeah. what God wants to build within you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so uh, something to to watch against. Um, another thing to watch against is. You know, those who work out their salvation, instead of doing it with fear and trembling, they work out their salvation by disparaging those who work it out differently. Mm, Wow. Yeah. Okay. So this idea of, um, you know, my personal convictions, you know, the way that I am seeking to work out those personal convictions in order to follow biblical convictions, the way that I'm working out may be, and probably most likely will be very, a little bit differently than the way that you do that. Okay. But if the goal for both of us is that we would follow biblical convictions, why should I disparage you or, um, you know, come against you or compare or Mm -hmm. try to um, belittle or Mm -hmm. to think anything about that 
um, towards a brother and sister who is, you know, honestly trying to work out those, those, you know, their salvation with fear and trembling because the way that I do it is a little bit differently than the way that you do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a real danger that in, in that. And, um, you know, we, we, there's a lot of examples we could, we could look at in that, um, and, and talk about, but the big idea being, um, you know, that, I have to work out my salvation with fear and trembling. And I've set these personal convictions to help me live out my biblical convictions. And I will stand or fall before God based upon that. And that's the whole fear and trembling part is that I will stand before God for that. And so will you, right? And so will everyone, you know, who stands before God. And so my goal is is to uh, to do that for for me and those that I influence and, and, and those in my, you know, my family. Um, but I want to be careful not to disparage those who, uh, whose personal convictions um, are different th- than mine. Um, does that make sense? It does. It, I feel it's a very, um, that's a very hard thing to probably do. Mm. And to, for, especially for a Christian that is, very strong in their personal conviction mm. to see someone else doing something differently mm. that would be very hard for them not to say oh no no you're not doing it right let mm. me help you <laughs> yeah um i mean i've heard before in my life like um uh, borrow our personal convictions mm. to get some of your own sure but what if your own's different mm. that yeah. would that'd be tricky yeah and i i think that leads to the, the last warning or point i want to make is that you know, talk about people who work out their salvation. There's a group who don't work it out at all. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they just like, I'm, I'm not going to uh, seek to have personal convictions. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to work out this salvation at all with fear and trembling. And so, you know, that's, that's, that's a huge error and a huge uh, flag, a warning that they're not seeking to live out biblical convictions. Somebody that doesn't want to, um, you know, actively, you know, create practical personal convictions in their life is a sign that they don't really want to live out biblical convictions. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, recognizing the fact that, um, you know, someone who is actually wanting to do that, how they're doing that, I would say is great. Do that, work that out. And, and those mm-hmm. things aren't, uh, you know, these, these, uh, personal convictions, they ought not to be etched in stone as Ten Commandments like mm-hmm. biblical convictions are, mm-hmm. right? So I've had different personal convictions in my life that have that have changed a little bit as I've grown in the Lord or mm-hmm. as, as uh, you know, the Lord's working on me in different areas of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I used to never have a certain personal conviction, right? But now I do. Because mm-hmm. of where I'm at in my walk with the mm-hmm. Lord, you know, or I used to have a really strong, you know, in one area, but now, you mm-hmm. know, it's not because I don't have, you know, does that make sense? Do you understand that? It does. And so, so this idea that personal convictions are, um, you know, etched in stone in such a way that, um, I, you know, I should never, you know, change those. Maybe, but maybe not. The big deal is you never change the biblical convictions. Right, okay. those things mm-hmm. never change. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm I may learn and find out that you know what the way that I'm trying to uh, live out this personal conviction isn't really helping me with the biblical conviction that I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And so 
oh, maybe if I uh, you know, do this in, in, in a way that will help me better to live out this biblical conviction. And so um, not having that, uh, that you know, dogmatic um, for, uh, especially for, you know, Christendom as a whole. It needs to be settled in our heart, yeah. these personal convictions. And yeah. I think your statement there, though, about being stronger in some areas at times mm-hmm. and then maybe retracting some things at others, mm-hmm. um, that could be a hard thing for other people to watch. Mm-hmm. Probably, I've definitely heard people talking bad mm-hmm. about other people when mm-hmm. they see maybe, what would you say to people that are calling other people backsliding mm-hmm. for maybe loosening up in an area mm-hmm. that they used to be stronger in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I would say I would point to uh, what Paul talked about to the Corinthians um, when they're the context uh, of First Corinthians ten is what I'm thinking of is where they're they're having this debate about meat offered to idols. Do you remember that in mm-hmm. First Corinthians ten? And one is you know saying we shouldn't eat this meat. Um, because it's been offered to idols, and the other group is saying, "No, we we live in grace, and mm-hmm. we can we can do this. Like the the idol is nothing; it doesn't mean anything. It's mm-hmm. just wood, or it's just mm-hmm. gold, or whatever it is. It's 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 nothing, right? So this meat is is okay to eat. It, you know, bless in the name of the Lord and eat it. You know, move on, yeah. fry it, whatever you want to <laughs> do, right? And so, um, you know, Paul is is navigating this um, area of you know, what you were talking about, this difference. We have two mm. groups that are having mm. this difference. And they are very feel very strongly. Yes, yes, okay. yeah. And so, Paul is saying, you know, uh, you know, to you, each be convinced in his own mind. And he says, whatever, you know, whether you eat or whether you drink, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So, whatever your personal convictions are, mm-hmm. do them for the glory of God. Don't do them for the glory of man or for the glory of self, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I don't eat meat offered to mm-hmm. idols. Mm-hmm. I am something special, yes. right? Or, you know, hey, you know, those people who eat meat offered to idols, you know, they're they're just legalistic. They da, da, da. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Paul is saying, you know it's okay you know mm-hmm. if 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 you feel that you know this is not a matter matter of salvific um mm-hmm. proportions right uh, now if you're worshiping this idol or if you're giving mm-hmm. your allegiance to the i mean that's a biblical we, that's a biblical mm-hmm. conviction area right yes but this area is a personal conviction area mm-hmm. and so whatever you do do it to the glory of God. Do it for his, you know, for um, you know, the kingdom of God to be advanced. Mm-hmm. Do it for uh, and love the one who doesn't mm-hmm. as Christ loves them, and you know that that idea. Now I know Paul does talk about respecting other people's mm. personal convictions. Yeah. So I have also heard mm. in my years people say that they see other people going around people and doing things out of respect for them, mm-hmm. but they call them hypocritical because mm-hmm. that's not how they live all of the time. Mm-hmm. Is there a balance in respecting mm-hmm. 
yeah. other people's personal yeah, convictions. Paul, Paul got that a lot too. Um, you know, he, he, he talked about how, you know, he was a Roman to the Romans and Gentile mm-hmm. to the Gentiles. You know, he, mm-hmm. he lived this life of in between religious groups and mm-hmm. in between different, uh, and he, he got to deal with that in a real sense of this, you know, um, tension that can be there, you know, mm-hmm. and cause problems and all this type of stuff. Um, but, the thing that I would like to say to that is um, Paul, he, he gives that example of saying that I'm going to do everything I can to help people and love people. And, you know, and, and in the context of 1 Corinthians 10, he says, you know, I don't want to be a stumbling block to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be cause a stumbling. So if this causes a stumbling block for somebody, you know, I'm not going to intentionally do that. But at the same time, um, I'm not going around trying to, uh, measure everyone's personal convictions as biblical convictions mm-hmm. and measure and say, oh, do I measure up to their personal conviction? Do I measure up? No, 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 no. That's, That's just, big. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, well, big. Yeah, what I'm trying to do is follow out the biblical convictions mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to measure to those. Mm-hmm. And so my goal is not to measure to everyone else's personal convictions. Mm-hmm. My goal is to measure to the biblical convictions. And that can be hard because it's mm, human nature to want to be accepted mm, mm-hmm. by other people. Sure. And, hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Paul, he, he was able to have that reach and to, you know, minister to both the Jews and the Gentiles and to all these different people. But there was also a lot of people that didn't accept him and didn't accept his gospel and, you know, and didn't, didn't accept his message and his preaching. And uh, that's just... Uh, the way that that works, right? And that's why, again, that we need um, more than one person to mm-hmm. uh, to do this, that this is about uh, the kingdom and the personal convictions, um, you know, uh, help to live out a kingdom life mm-hmm. and uh, seeking to follow biblical convictions. Um, that's my, that's the mm-hmm. goal. That's mm-hmm. the end game. And, um if you're doing all these things for the glory of God, whether you get the glory of man is not the issue. Oh, wow. Mm. That could be a tough pill for some people to follow, but mm. I love that thought process of kingdom thinking. Mm. And we've got to do a podcast on that at some time. That is an awesome thought mm. that you have given to me that's mm. blew my mind mm. and really changed the way I look at ministry and people mm. and just our life here mm. on earth is having kingdom mm. thinking. But, um, that's for, another podcast. Yeah, that's another that's another <laughs> podcast. But today it's all about biblical convictions. Yes. And finding those. Mm-hmm. And it may look different how each of us um uh, put up those fences mm-hmm. to um uh, follow that biblical conviction. Yeah, yeah. And so in uh conclusion, I want to just maybe uh talk about a couple of the benefits of personal convictions. Mm-hmm. Um these personal convictions give us a framework for helping us to make decisions. And so uh, let's just use an example. So the biblical conviction of fellowship of believers. Okay. Um, my personal conviction of going to church three times a week, right? That helps me make decisions. It's practical, tangible. Right. And the fact Mm -hmm. that it's already made the decisions for me, Mm -hmm. like I don't have to make a decision about what I'm going to do. Like it, it's already given me a framework for making a decision. 
mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, and with all of these, you know, stewardship, um, you know, holiness, we didn't, you know, we didn't talk about those in depth, but all of these biblical convictions, by having personal convictions, they they make decisions for me already does mm-hmm. that make sense it does like so i don't have to be like hmm i wonder what i'm going to do in this situation or i wonder how i'm going to uh, respond to the situation i wonder how i'm going to um you know live out um faithfulness or whatever you know these different types of decisions that we might face and so that's why personal convictions, having these are so important. They can be very, very helpful. Yes, they take the decision out of your hands. You've already made that decision. You made the decision with the personal conviction. Mm-hmm. And so you mm-hmm. don't have to keep making that decision again. Mm-hmm. You've already made that decision. It's an umbrella that's covered you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry about it. And so not only that, but personal convictions help us uh, keep grounded in our biblical convictions. So, you know, in a world that's changing and, you know, um, things are shifting and moving and all these different things, um, personal convictions help us to ground us and remind us of the biblical convictions and why they're really important. So mm-hmm. they really help to to lay a foundation that is super, super helpful in a time where, you know, foundations are shifting all around us, right? And so mm-hmm. these personal convictions built upon biblical convictions help to, you know, give my life some stability and some, mm-hmm. you know, a framework that is solid that I can build uh, a life that is pleasing to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. It does. We are in a world that has no convictions. Mm, yeah. Everyone, yeah. do what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. And, and everything is right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if we're not careful that, you know, as as Christians, they can people can fall under that same idea. It doesn't really matter, you know, these mm-hmm. type of things. And I want to say, no, 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 it does. Uh, it's really important because it helps to help us to build a life that is on a firm foundation. Um, and also personal convictions, they really help to provide a witness to the world about what we really believe about biblical convictions. Mm-hmm. So okay. like anybody can say, I have this biblical conviction, mm-hmm. you know, but what personal convictions do is they help to actually live it out and mm-hmm. for the world around be like, oh, they really do believe that. They really do Again, have that biblical it's, conviction. It's this visible, tangible, practical, everyday yes. life application of yeah. your biblical conviction. Exactly. And it helps to the world to be like, oh, they really do have that biblical mm-hmm. conviction mm-hmm. about whatever. They really do have that because I see it as they That's a do very that. important tool. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it helps us to... Um, to be the light that we're supposed to be. You know, if, if, you know, the person, if a person doesn't have personal convictions, how do people really know that you have biblical convictions? Mm-hmm. Um, because they're more than just a, uh, you know, a mental or, you know, a theological mm-hmm. kind of out there, like, oh, I believe this, you know, mm-hmm. but with no actual works but the proofs in the pudding associated here. to it, as we talked mm-hmm. about in our previous podcast, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so yeah, um, so to answer the question, okay, conclusion, to answer the question, yes, Christians should have personal convictions, but they shouldn't have them just for the sake of having them, but in order that they might live out a life of biblical convictions, uh, in order that they uh, would please God mm-hmm. and that everything they do would be done for the glory of God. So these... Um, uh 
personal convictions are these reflections mm. of these biblical convictions that we hold deep and dear and that we would die by. Mm. And it is our witness to the world, yeah. to those around us, and help us to follow those. That's awesome. Yeah. And awesome. It, it it should help us as, as Christians, believers, to in, embrace these personal convictions and um, to live them and to mm. understand that, you know, we're, we're doing this not just out of duty or because somebody's making us or because, you know, there's uh, pressure to do so, but I'm doing these because I want to live out this these biblical convictions that are um, helping me uh, love God with all my heart, my mind, my soul, and my strength. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Questions of Faith podcast. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing and write a review on your preferred audio platform. That would really help us out. This show was produced by Brad Stevens, theme music by the band Liquify. Questions of Faith is a ministry of Faith Tabernacle Assembly of God located in Denton, Texas. The goal of this podcast is to equip the modern-day Christian with answers to timeless questions. If you would like to submit a question that may be highlighted on the show, you may do so by emailing us. That email address is questions at ftdenton.com. You may also submit a question by messaging our Facebook page, Questions of Faith Podcast. And until next Monday, God bless.